You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio. What's up, guys? It's Dr. Dink. And Thor Genetics again. And, and you are here with us, the Real Ish Podcast, January 2022. We're just talking about our new year and what we're up to, kind of um, how the new year is treating us so far. Um, we're having a little conversation about weed, go figure, before the show started. And it's talking about harvest and kind of like how it's becoming a blur. This whole thing, and especially for you, how many lights now are we talking about? Fucking too many, dude. 2,000 um, something? 2,500. Fucking 2,500 lights this guy has to deal with. It's not, dude, the lights are easy. The plants are easy. <laughs> the people. It's always the people, well, bro. Well, of course, but those people come along with an operation like that, right? So you already yep. know that you're basically going to have to deal with X amount of bullshit. For every so many lights, and sometimes it's more, depending on how fucking pain in the ass the people are. Yep. Right? I mean, we're running so thin right now, dude. Are you running just, like, super lean? We have 14 employees for 2,000 lights. That doesn't even make sense. What do you mean? We have 14 cultivators for 2,000 lights. You guys have one person per room? No. Not even? No. What the fuck? What do you mean, dude? No. We have... What happened? So we have two facilities. <laughs> one's 1,200, one's 800. And, yeah, we only have uh, 14 employees. And we just, wherever the labor's needed, we throw fucking everyone, bang it out, onto the next. Oh, so you're just running that crew and throwing them at everything, basically. They're yep. having to do everything. Yeah, we third-party D-Leaf and Lollipop. Yeah, I'm so, doing that now, too. Yeah, it's all, you know, sprays, drenches, scouting, IPM, all that. Bro, I don't know how you keep the passion for it, to tell you the truth, with all the fucking personalities you're going to have to be dealing with. Honestly, I just put my head down, and that's why I got back into breeding, man. I get it. So, yeah. It just kind of became repetition. Yep. I just fired up a bunch of tents <clears throat> and started breeding again. And that's, you know, looking for that new-new yet again. Yeah. It's tough. Um just holding on to that passion right because you find a lot of a lot of um the stuff that you have to do that you don't necessarily enjoy kind of puts that fire out little by little yeah you know? and those personalities that you don't really click with or just kind of wear you down and fucking all it takes is like the wrong day or a long day kind of break you down and make you analyze the whole thing you know and kind of make you Maybe you're on that drive home that day, and maybe you're just like, you know what? Fuck this. Like, I'm not happy anymore. You know? And I've been there a couple times. Yeah, sometimes it's, it happens, right? It's like a relationship, though. Yeah, There's but... There's ups and downs. It's, it's, you know, you can't just... You can't be an introvert. You can't get in your head too much. Whatever happened, happened. You can't figure out... You can't try to figure out why it happened or whatever. All you have to do is just, hey, how am I going to, you know, deal with this? Where's the solution? That's literally all I'm looking for every day now. Just, just looking for answers. What's the solution, bro? I don't care what the fuck the problem is. We're just. What's the solution? Okay, we got root aphids. Okay, let's do this. Yeah, like there's. Okay, a, we got a thrip. Okay, let's do this. There's a prescription for everything, and we're yeah. just gonna follow the protocol. And here we go. That's it. You know. Okay, this person's whatever has a problem with this person. Split them up, dude. 
Mm-hmm. Exactly. So that's nice, though. I guess with your scale, if you're only having to deal with 14 people. I'm just trying to simplify everything. You know, <laughs> the kiss method is always the best method. Mm. We're the transporter of bugs. So absolutely. As long as you stay out of the fucking rooms. That's the way to do it. Yeah. That's what I tell people too. I'm like, you don't belong in here. Stay the fuck out. Yeah. Even if you do stay the fuck out, you yeah, don't dude. need to be in there. Get the fuck out. Like, I'm not going to ever be mad at you about not like fucking walking down rows and shit. Like there's nothing wrong. Yeah. There's a time and place. Okay. Yeah. Go scout. Take your, sh- your look in the morning when you show up. Call it a fucking day. This dude. and that. Like go do Make something sure else. Stay out of there. Yeah. Make sure everything's watered. <laughs> yeah, check make sure every plant. all your systems are working yeah. and get check all the, the drippers, make sure out, nothing's dude. spraying, check all your lights, check all the environmentals and double check the, you know, go through the controller, maybe look at last night's shit. You know, but like don't just go walking room to room and just fucking grabbing on everything, touching everything cuz you're literally you're spreading. Just fucking walking the shit dude. from one room to the next. Yep. You have any sort of fungal pathogen? Or any sort of small bug, you rub up against that. Now you're going to every room. Now every room has that fungal pathogen or small bug, you know? Just stay the fuck out of rooms. Yeah, I agree. I try to stay out of them as much as possible. I have like a, you don't belong here, stay the fuck out. Yep, I agree with that for sure. I've been feeling that way a lot lately. Like, I mean, you guys are running pretty lean. It's not too big of an op, but you're running pretty lean, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, we're lean. We have um, not too many lights, though. It's 132, and there's two. There's two people like, yeah, it's perfect. Text, yeah, yeah. It turns out to be perfect, exactly. Especially you have two good ones. Like, it's all you need. All your systems are working. Like, (coughs) you don't even have to fucking go every day. Obviously, you're going to. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Somebody's there every day, and I'm there generally four or five days a week. Um, you know, just for these first couple runs till we can get everything just on train tracks. You know, and just reliable. Then I can kind of go home again, relax. But we have that big project coming, and uh, we did close escrow. Congratulations! Um, thank you. Um, on a large, well, it's not like we call it four acres plus. Um, you know, in the green. Small? No, it's not tiny, and it's not going <laughs> to be greenhouses or anything. You know, it's going to be indoor. So four acres, you can build a big ass building, and we're literally going to max it out. Um, an acre being forty three five. Forty four thousand. Forty four. Yeah. Five maybe. Four, no, forty four thousand. I think even. 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 Okay. So I think it's forty four even. Could be mistaken. We're planning on doing a, a two hundred ten thousand square foot. Jesus fuck man. Which is almost all of it. No, that's more. <laughs> it's literally four acres is. Well, we're doing two story. Oh, okay. Got yeah, you. So it's okay. like, you know, we're, so one hundred and five thousand. Like, yeah. Full mezzanine. It's like the maximum. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the maximum. Footprint that you can put legal. Huge building, bro. It's gonna be nice. I can't wait. Pretty excited about that. That That's Luso USA. Gigantic, dude. Luso Atalanto. God. Yeah, it's gonna be good. You know, I talked to a fucking. I hate it. Different shades of green. Which is it? That's Donnie. I want to say it was Donnie. Exactly. I hate to say the wrong one, so I'd rather ask. Um, he DM'd me recently, and I told him. You know, he told me, hey. We'd gotten an offer. I'm not going to put his business in the street, whatever, but he ended up not taking the offer um, on their business. Yeah, he told a, me he was thinking about it. And it was a very strong number, like in my opinion. Um, I mean. No, because every single offer they've gotten just keeps going up. Really? Yeah. Okay. So I'm not saying like 
A, he should have taken, like, I'm not saying any of that. I was just like, wow, that's an impressive. Like you said no. I was, I was, yeah, yeah. I was like, and you said no? Like, yeah. he's like, yeah, you know, and I was just like, wow, man, like, they're, well, they're just starting to hit their stride the finally. The juice is really in it. Yeah. You know, that's they're, crazy. They're finally starting to hit their stride. They're finally starting to hit numbers now that they've fucking pheno hunted so many goddamn things. They just went through it for probably like a year, right? Yeah. And, and like, to, just to find those they specific were ones. Oh, man. But they were taking a beating during, right? Not a beating. They were, they were getting really good tickets on their stuff. Oh, well, that's why. Because yeah. it's super exotic, though, yeah. too. And they do grow great product. Yeah. They're, oh, their weed is fucking <coughs> fire, dude. I do like their weed. Yeah. They grow some good, good guys weed, man. Like your weed. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that that's it. I was talking with him. He goes, and I was describing the project that we had in mind um, for Luso, and it, and he goes, dude, that's going to be the biggest single building in town. Yeah. And I was like, he's like, it's going to be a billion-dollar project when you guys are done. He's actually more like 1.2. And I was like, he's like, that's fucking insane. I'm like, you're telling me the guy that actually has it in hand Turning down, yeah, healthy, yeah. That, um, was, that was a nice offer. offers. Yeah, yeah several. Like, yeah. nah, I'm good. Uh huh. Just you know, I've got a great, I've got a great product and a great business. I know what I've got. Um, is telling me that like they've got my dream facility. Bro. Oh, they do have a great facility. Oh, I like they, it. They, they've got my dream facility. You Every time I go talk to them, dude, I'm like, bro, <laughs> I wish I could just run this shit. Two eight light breeding rooms, just fucking mashing. Everything up. Eight light? Two eight lighters, dude. So 16. Is that considered a large in your mind? You know, in the world of, of breeding, is is eight? Well, okay, eight light so room, when you're open pollinating, small? when you're open pollinating, okay. not outdoors. So you're multiple males? Yeah. Oh, they throw in like 12, 13 males. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. All selected males. So they're looking for the widest range. Yeah. You want the widest genotype you can possibly get. Yeah, for sure. So you can find the phenos that have recessive traits that aren't in the parents, right? Yeah. So my breeding, the way I do it, I run single light tents. Yeah. Right? And I get like, you know, three, four, five thousand beans per fucking tent every single time. That's crazy. From one four by four tent. Yeah. Talking about three, four thousand beans, perhaps more. Yeah. I mean, it's not, it's a lot of fucking beans, you know? So when you have an eight lighter, that's, think, just think about that. I'm about to die. Ah, oh, my phone's gonna die. Sorry, guys. I gotta cut you live. Like, <laughs> I gotta. Yeah. So, you guys, I gotta cut the live short because my Tesla mysteriously died. Uh, well, just about. So I have to answer the tech and get him over here. Otherwise, I'm gonna be sitting, and it's no fun. So I gotta go. So yeah, think about just eight lights, right? Like, I might be hitting. Like a canopy size of 1.5, 1.75 in my single light tent. Yeah. They're probably hitting canopies of two on eight lights. Think about how so many beans are in that, dude. Like 50,000 beans, roughly, potentially. Potentially. You know, so it all in depends between on, 30 and 50,000, yeah, let's call that'd it. That'd be safe. That'd be safe. 25 and 50. Yeah. Um, Depending on the conditions and the strain and everything else. Yeah. Bunch it, of different dependencies. Yeah. There's there's so many different dependencies when you go into breedings. You know, like I started looking into males and the difference in pollen that they throw out early versus throwing out late. Mm. And it changes. So different parts in the male's life cycle will give you a different result. Exactly. Think about like how 
just a trichrome, how it develops, and it goes from clear to cloudy to amber. Mm. Same exact thing with the male. The pollen is not the same when the male is fully mature as it is when it's just pre, pre-early flowering, right? I used to cut all my males like week three, week four, and just dust everything. Now I'm flipping males, letting them go for fucking three weeks, then flipping my females. Yep. I've heard the same thing, a friend of mine. You know, there's there's multiple ways to breed, and no one has the right way. Yeah. I've heard a very similar method. My A friend of mine does a two-week head start. Yeah, you know, you get those pre-flowers formed, so you get the maximum amount of seeds that you can, because when they first start throwing pistols as a sense of me, a female, uh-huh. that's when they're going to grab all that pollen. Yeah. Instead of them throwing pistols, forming calyx around the pistols, now it gets hit with pollen, so you have calyx that are unpollinated. Yeah, that makes sense. So they didn't get, they didn't, they can't receive the pollen because the structure grows around them. Exactly. To protect it. Exactly. Yeah. So there's, yeah, there's so many different thought processes on breeding, but I love talking to breeders and, and really getting into the nitty gritty of how they, their SOPs and their processes. That's cool that they're willing to share that kind of information too. And that within the inner circle community, um, there's, there it's is such sharing a small of, community. It's very there's a lot know? of sharing of like methods and ideas. It's very like a scientific, I would say, in a sense that if you're with the right crowd, like they're gonna be up for sharing ideas with other people that are doing good things that they like because they know that that will broaden their views and what they think is possible and what they like to do and maybe like give them open up their method a little bit because you know you can always learn something. Always. No matter how many I fucking, learn shit every day, dude. Yeah. And it's so strange. I feel like I'm learning. I feel like I'm going back to the beginning on a lot of things. Oh, um, yeah. Rebuilding that foundation. Yes. Yes. Like from the inside, I'm I'm having yep. to go like, wow, this is different than I anticipated based on what I was taught early on. So essentially, it's like kind of unlearning maybe what you may have learned or kind of breaking it down and stripping it down. And looking at like what we can do better now and what we know we're doing better now just based on the results. I mean, there weren't, you know, huge THC numbers and 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 yields like we were See, seeing. See, but I don't okay. So I don't agree with this whole stigma now that everything's based off THC numbers. Like no, I, I know like people who have smoked forty percent THC weed and you go smoke an 18% OG and it wrecks you. Yeah, oh yeah, it's that terpene profile. You know, it's not like I don't agree. It's I think it it's more the, the I think it's more the compounds, not the terpenes. You're exactly right. It's the entourage effect from the multiple terpenes and multiple compounds that they form. So it's essentially um, all of your buttons are being pushed instead of a singular. Where I feel like okay, THC is a singular button that you can push. Um, when you're when you're receiving these entourage effects like gelato. Um, we did some work with Sherbinsky over the last year or two, um, a great friend, and he Solid dude. started mapping with... I forget um, the lab's name. I can't forget. The yeah. guy walked right up to me and gave me his card. I, I have it sitting. I want to sit. Oh, damn it. I think it starts with an A, dude. It is an A. It's, yeah. I think it, it's not Apex. I want to say Apex, but I don't think it is. Um, anyway... I'll have to get 3D mapping. Yes, they're 3D terpene All mapping. All the compounds and terpenes, even compounds that don't that aren't identified yet, they're identifying them as whatever A yes. A B forty five six. Absolutely, you know, 
And this thing looks like, like an mountain underwater ranges. mountain range. Yeah, like mountain like, ranges. It looks like, like an ocean floor. Yeah. Ish. Like if you would go to like map. if you would go look at a trench in the ocean and you see all the different staglitites and everything just growing off of it, that's how this terpene map looks from a top view. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It, or, well, uh, it's more of a compound map because I wouldn't really call them terpenes. Terpenes are the major, major things that we've identified, like flavonoids and stuff. Yes. I, uh... And I really hate Tesla right now for doing that to me. Um, yeah, no, it's all about the terpene compounds. It has nothing to do with singular THC. That's like, that's like going to the bar and, or, and saying, I want the strongest liquor you have. I want Everclear. No, yeah, give me that, give me that moonshine. Like, nobody's doing that. Yeah. I'm sorry, there's a, okay, there are a small, you know, portion of the population doing that. The rest are, are, are taking a drink or, or ordering a cocktail that pushes their buttons. Whether it's like a cranberry vodka or something, okay, well, the cranberry is providing something that their body likes in conjunction with whatever effect that alcohol is having on them. Or it's masking the alcohol. Exactly. Which is the same same thing. It could have right? the same effect, like for you know? your brain. Yeah. Um, it's just making it easy Thank either you so way. Much, dude. dude, tell us about exotic agriculture lately. So, exotic ag, man, um, took. Took a pretty minute to develop. Um, we've had massive boosts in yields using it. Um, the wet to dry weight conversion has been the highest we've ever seen. Yes. So that's, you know, that's a good thing to hang your hat on. But uh, the thing I'm most impressed with is the actual terpene production due to a few minor tweaks that we had to do to it to uh to get it and everyone that i've given it to has just raved and ranted at how soluble it is like i had a a very big company do a little run with it and they sent it off for testing and, and they took a water bottle and took a picture of it and said bro this is fully mixed down and it looked like clear water clear tanks just clear bro like he held a water bottle up and i would have drank that water bottle unless he would have said yeah you know this has exotic ag in it yeah i love the way it mixes down you can see the bottom of the tank uh no residue um as long as you're using a pump to mix it down um gotta you know, have massive it, agitation yeah they, it does need to be and enough water volume i think that's where most people go wrong when they're mixing concentrates is they're not using enough water volume to make the concentrate work you know and i experienced that myself i was getting a little bit of like crystallization or just like a little bit of gunking at the bottom of the concentrate tank not in the big tanks but in the concentrate tank um where we would have you know three six whatever bags of each in in the tank and it might only be 50 gallons of water so you have mm -hmm. to scale down the number of bags that you're using based on the fact that like hey i probably need 10 gallons for each one of these bags at least or something you know so the max so we sent it off to three different labs for third-party testing on solubility and all three of them came back identical 
you can mix 2.5 pounds per gallon of water and it won't fall out of suspension or sorry 2.5 yeah pounds per gallon of water and it won't fall out of suspension but the thing that i found is you need at least 10 to 12 gallons of water to do that yeah so for every bag let's say so a 25 pound bag you need 10 gallons of water that makes that's max solubility right that's 2.5 pounds per gallon but I tend to mix them down at two, two pounds per gallon just because it's easier to do math that way for the uh, either dosatrons or mix rights or whatever, Napriva, whatever you're using. Yeah, I'm using mix right right now. They yeah. were good. I love them, dude. Yeah, they were good. So fucking easy to yeah. clean. So easy to dial in. Just take them apart. Don't have to. No, I don't even take them apart. No? No. So when you clean them out or whatever, you just, don't just one, take them apart? No, I just run 50 gallons of straight water <laughs> through them. And they're just ready to ride. They're yeah. like, yeah, it's like we're kind of like a diesel. Yeah, it's like 10 minutes. I'll just run that clean water into a tank, mix that tank, old school. That's it. Plug them right back into the fucking concentrate. <laughs> onto the next tank. Let's go. Perfect. It's <laughs> exactly how you got to have it. Yeah, super easy. And then we had a, we just put in a booster pump that is the same size as our inch and a half or our inch and a quarter coming from our stock tank through the dosers. I put a booster pump right before it, inch and a quarter to inch and a quarter out. Uh-huh. Things did so. Dude, mix a fucking fifteen hundred <laughs> gallon res in like fucking twenty minutes. <coughs> yeah, ours too. Really yeah. quick. But we, we have long dude, we have like a hundred and ninety foot run, hundred like almost yeah. two hundred foot run from stock tank to to stock to room tanks yeah long run bro and only inch and a quarter so like we were losing so much pressure uh, and it ends up working out fine oh it worked out great it helped you out how much pressure on the other side were you seeing so we were about 15 psi and we jumped it up to about 60 oh wow you're not having any problems with injectors at that psi or you just no that's what they down? want Oh, they're yeah, liking yeah. high PSI. Yeah, they want, like, they can handle anything from 10 to 70. And you don't experience any uh, blowing out on the lines or anything like that ever? Not like, at all. Like leaks or anything? Yeah, not at all. When you're poking them, are you using a scissor or are they doing it with, like, a punch? Poking. Like, oh, no, 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 no. This is through the dosers. This isn't through the... Uh, okay, I'm talking about actually on like, the lines at like this Like the Netafim lines yeah. and stuff? No, I'm running those at, like... 15 oh, okay yeah PSI. i was like man yeah. that's wild 60 like they'd be shooting onto my lights and shit and blowing out oh dripper no caps. Like, so dude one of my boys he went lower because he he figured out that his his whole room only feeds three gallons a minute uh-huh so he put a fucking five gallon a minute <laughs> pump on it bro and it probably works <laughs> and great. it works great yeah dude. he's like you know what i'm just gonna like match what yep. it does rather than just throw the fucking hugest pump that i can find at it mm-hmm and generally you know a, th- a well thought out plan is is gonna be like just raw power. Any yeah, day he week. ran he ran straight, like I think the half inch pecs all the way to his pump, in his reservoir, all the way down to each tray, all the way through the whole room, just half inch, dude. Whoa. Just put T's everywhere, fucking half inch everywhere, dude, and it works. And they're like sixty six lighters, works like a fucking charm, dude. Yeah, I have sixty six. They're nice. Yeah, as long as you keep them dry on the floor and shit. Yeah, he's know. got like. 400 lights there and he's got two people working it that's crazy man that's so 
That's so lean. Like right? I don't think like, anybody realizes how lean that is. Like, what are you talking about? Two people yeah, doing him and one other guy. Dude. Two people doing two hundred lights each. Running four hundred lights. Jeez, that's yep, hustling. Eight, eight rooms, dude. You're talking about fourteen hour days every day. Oh no, for that guy. No, no, dude. Eights. Everything automated. Oh yeah. Okay. That's he's the got, only he's got, way. He's got Netflix. Okay. You know, so he's got, got everything. He's got all the bells and whistles. He's got all the toys. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's totally doable. If you have all the right toys, let's not call them all the right toys. If you have all the right tools. They're toys, bro. I know. I know. They're Anything fancy. that gets the job done better is a toy in my mind. Right. Like, like anything that they don't want to pay for, that's <laughs> yeah, a toy, Yeah, I know. And that's, what I, that's, that's <laughs> why I call it that. It's because basically it is a toy. It's one of those not necessary, yes. you know, things. But if you have it, it makes your life so much better. I mean, makes you smile. dude, irrigation is a toy. Oh, I know. It's not a hose on a fucking wand, <laughs> it's bro. It's true. It is not a hose on a wand or yeah. a flood table. And even a flood table is kind of a luxury. Flood tables? <laughs> I mean, fucking Back in Natura, the day, they used dude. to hit. Oh, my God, bro. Back in the day, used to hit. Their quality looks really good. Natura's fire, bro, yeah. but I can't believe they're flooding, draining everything, It's ah, wild to me. You know, I, I'm not mad at it, but... I mean, it produces it good weed, dude, but man... That's a lot of fucking water. Yeah, and what, hey, in the sense of they might need the water for the humidity. That's true. Yeah. You know what I'm that saying? That too. Like that in a greenhouse in a in a dry climate coming from someone that's dealt with it, you could turn that into your ally. It's a lot easier to exhaust that with those big giant gable fans. Mm -hmm. Yeah, throw a couple fans existing. down on it. Just kind of smart. Turn on when they're when they're flooding, uh -huh. dude. They yeah. kind of created their own microclimate. Yeah, for the, and that's why the weed's so good. It makes sense, you know, because they're able to create that humidity around the plant and in the growth zone. They're not concerned with five feet above it or yeah, six I feet above it. I don't care what the it. fuck goes on It'd a foot above my plant, dude. Right there, cool. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care what's going on. Yeah. six inches above yeah. the top. Yeah, it doesn't dude. matter. Yeah, what matters yep. is that top. right there. Yeah, dude. I'm gonna protect them right to the tip and yep. beyond that. I don't care what it is. But exactly, you're that's just a, tracking it up. As that's a good point, though. So what 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 should we say to you know all the all the smaller growers? Maybe you're in a tent. Maybe you're in a little four or six, ten lighter, twelve lighter. Where should you place your humidistats and your probes? To me, in the canopy, uh, right above. So I generally do like six inches above the, the top of the canopy is a nice spot for me. Okay. But I also like to put the humidistats on all four corners, like the cheaper one that Little, just will yeah, get. Yeah, 15 $20. Yeah, ounce, exactly. Yeah. Yep. So that you can kind of see if you have a, de a deficiency or discrepancy like in a certain area of the room. Once you can balance a room, to me... Once you're getting everything real consistent and within your livable conditions, then like that's when all the magic happens because the plants are happy. So you're not I like mean, chasing you, deficiencies in quotations. Do you, or, they, do you feel that the plants kind of feed off each other at that moment? In what sense? Like, so like, okay, so let's say this this quarter of your room, mm -hmm. perfect VPD, yeah, just ideal conditions, yeah, right. This quarter of your room, okay conditions. This whole side, whatever. Yeah. Do you think the corner plants with perfect VPD are feeding off of the bad energy from the fuck side of the room? Oh, yeah. Just like you are, I think. I feel like it's kind of very similar, and especially in a sense that that's like a sick or not as happy or let's call it negative. Like, I don't know how they interpret it because I'm not a plant, 
but I'm just saying it would feel to me the wavelengths and frequencies yeah, they're giving off. Yeah, yeah. It, they're not very. It's not. You're not happy to be in a room that looks like shit. Trust me. You just want out. Yep. Like so. Cut this bitch down. Get yeah. It going get this again. thing out of here. Yep. Like I don't. Uh, please. For like, <laughs> you're just hoping somebody doesn't walk through it. You know what I mean? And like, you're just like, just get this out of my life. Yep. Other in a, in a, in another way, when you have great runs and the rooms are dialed in, that's when it's enjoyable. You know, that's when you're like. You're taking in energy off of this room, and it's feeling great. And every time they're just happy to see you, they're like little puppies every time you look at the canopy. That's That will make you happy in the same way that it'll make you sad. So it's very, it's like high-stakes emotional poker that you're playing with these things because they can really determine, they can make your f- stomach drop, you know, just like anything else, like the, the worst of situations, you know, if you walk into a room and it's thrashed, and it was good, and it was because of a decision you made or something you didn't do that screws you up, you know, in that sense that that makes you feel. Makes you start questioning yourself. Yeah, it'll make you sick as well. It'll make you, like, physically sick and unwell about it. It'll affect all the people around you because you'll be in a certain mood and exuding a certain type of, Pheromones, all that shit. Everything in your energy altogether. You're not happy, you're pissed, fuck it. You know what I mean? And that rubs off on the people around you. And there's consequences for stuff like that. Like in all senses, business relationships and personal relationships in the way that people see you and interact with you. It's important, you know, that we, in a sense, like I love to keep plants healthy and happy just because of that return that I get from them. But in a sense, you have to take it very seriously because if they're not happy and healthy, now I have to be in the room with these things. Basic. And you want to be out of the fucking room. Yeah, and you like just want to get said. away. No, no. Even if it's a fucking good room, dude. Get the fuck out of yeah, the room, bro. Yeah, you're really bad for the plants, unfortunately. Just get out of the room, bro. Just stay out. Um, I like that. I And I really like it. I We have the crews come in now for the de-leafing, and we do get the, and, you know, and now we do our own lollipopping. Dude, we had a crew come in with 10 people, lollipopped, de-leafed, a whole entire 134 lighter what? in fucking six and a half hours. Get out of here. <laughs> Ten people, dude. I'm like, what the fuck are you guys on, bro? Yeah, like, do they sell it anywhere nearby? Right? Because that's crazy. 134 They're fucking They're making the rest of the bro. world look bad. That's crazy. Like, dude, I was, it took him an hour to lollipop the room. Does that even make sense? Like, that's crazy. Dude, I fucking, I literally, like, came back from doing like a veg feed like a mom feed or something and i'm like you guys are done with the lollipop like uh okay i guess just start de-leaving like go ahead we'll use this as a teachable moment for anyone listening the lollipop is a process that's performed um where you'll cut off branches on the lower end of the plant at prescribed intervals there's different times that people do it um usually once and it'll happen generally early in the flower cycle, and people vary yeah, on when they from do it. day zero to 14 yeah. to 21, yeah. right in there. So you'll clean them up on the bottom for airflow so you don't get moldy-ass weed throughout. And you're not taking energy from the bottom of littles, stuff. Right? Yeah, so you throw it all up to the top where, mm-hmm. where you get all your dongs at. Yeah, exactly. All the stuff that people want as far as, like, People don't want littles or you know bees or anything, so you concentrate. Oh, there's quite a few people who want littles. Well, now. they want them because the price is so <laughs> yeah you know, sweet. So I can't even imagine what littles go for these days. Jeez. 
So we're rolling all our joints with them now. Yeah, that's what you got to do. Yeah. That's like the only smart thing. You kind of have to be like, all right, we're going to take a hit on that particular part for now. In the long run, it's going to be better for everyone. Yeah. I mean, we're making we're it's making better, more right? than, I want to say it's over double on just getting rid of those packs as, you know, micros or small. That's the way you got to do it because yeah. why would you throw out your biggest profit maker? Those are what you make your product with. A, it doesn't hurt you. You have your A's and your B's that are already in the bags that you need to recover and you move to the next one. You have another one coming down in a few weeks, most likely. And all of those littles and trim can be reinvested into the business. Yeah, we're yeah, we're starting to run our trim, making yeah. pens now too. And, yep. And if you yep. don't, you know, you and you make the extracts that can then infuse your own stuff. Yep. And that's the way, you know, it's just the smart thing to do. If not, hell, get some strain specific terpenes. Mm-hmm. Off of those samples and 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 start you know that that can go a whole new direction. That is oh man. Once you start so doing that, I'm, you're I'm trying market. to push to to try some of that pretty, pretty soon here. Think about that in your mind, and I just see like MSO. I oh. see like international play. Oh like right god. That. Oh yeah. You know. Just I mean, it. just dude, think about making. I don't, a need, don't cigarette. even. <laughs> yeah. No, think about making a Ooh, tobacco like a cigarette. CBD or a tobacco. No, no, no. Th- just straight cigarette. Organically grown, okay. loose tobacco. Okay, so let's say, right? like, we won't say, but... Just know, say, like, like, American those... Spirit pouches or buglers or whatever, okay, right? Okay, I hope we don't get sued for that, but yeah. yeah. What, any loose tobacco that you can... Virginia Gold. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Favorite so any, tobacco strain. Any type of, like, loose tobacco that you can roll your own cigarette with? Yes. Okay. Think about taking that, dropping a few drops of let's just say like sherb terpenes or skittle terpenes or og terpenes on it right it's not going to get you high because it's only terpenes just taste and smoking that cigarette but feeling like you're smoking a joint and not getting high getting all the flavors and tastes exactly of all the different herbs you like but you don't smoke weed think about the that's a fantastic idea, by the way, for people that enjoy a cigarette, but also like the taste and terpenes um, from those particular things, but don't necessarily enjoy being high for, for whatever reason. Maybe they can't, maybe they don't enjoy it. Um, for whatever reason, um, sometimes that there's so much market reach for a product like that. I'm not even going to go into it because we're just giving away billions. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you'll start to see some of these things. I'm not even going to go too far into it, honestly, because there's just so much possibility. I, I already, like, I, I literally just ordered Terps. Yeah, two days of ago. course. And I've, yeah, we've played, you know, it's, it's something that fucking different Terps. <laughs> opens you up to the food market. It's something yeah. that opens you up to the scent market. It's something that opens you up to... So many different sectors There's of so, so many, many avenues that yes. have just been untapped. The beverage market. Dude. Imagine oh, wines God. infused with terpenes dude, and beers. beers. So, I mean, I, I told you, I used to make a Skywalker IPA. Oh, my that God. Would just Do not bite that. Wreck your Nobody day, bite dude. That. That's ridiculous. A Skywalker IPA. Skywalker IPA. I want some of that. I would dry hop it with a couple zips into five gallons, and you would drink two of them and just be, oh. Those were good times, man. Don't have time now, though. Yeah, that's not too much time available for that anymore. Yeah. On a side note, my whole entire family did get me a kegerator for Christmas. Oh, yeah? 
plugged that bitch in, said, you can't go in this room. And then on Christmas morning, my wife was like, okay, you can go in the room now. Dude, I walk in the room, and she, like, wrapped this thing all weird, and it looked like a fucking Peloton or something. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you're like you what got is me that? a Peloton? Like, what the hell? And then she's like, no, open it, dude. So I ripped the wrapping paper off. I'm like, oh, shit, it's a kegerator. We have a fridge right ne- or a freezer right next to it. She opens it up, gives me a frosted mug, pours the fucking first beer, dude. Down that shit first thing in the morning. <laughs> Breakfast the champs. Oh my god. Oh dude, it was it was good. A little space dust IPA. Right. Five gallon keg in there. Okay. Yep. Damn, that's a nice present. Yeah, she got me yeah, so ten gallons of beer in a kegerator, dude. I'll take that all fucking hey, day. That's a win. Yeah. Any way you slice it, that's a win right mm-hmm. there. That sounds decent. I wish I had a nice kegerator at the house. Oh, and then I got these bad boys too. What'd you get? Oh, you got some new fucking... Got some Tims, bro. You gotta have them over there, too. I got the Timberlands, dog. Yeah, those... You might slip and fall the hell down if you don't have something like that on. You wear what I wear over there, I might die and shit. Nah, you're good, bro. 1978 Nikes might not make it, bro. I think they will, man. I might be slippery as shit, though. They're slippy, dude. That's the only way I can describe them, as fuck. Like, if I contact any kind of ice or snow in these, it's not gonna be pretty. Yeah, it was... It's like a full-blown hockey shoe from 1975. Like, it's just not going to... It was 29 degrees when I woke up this morning. Yeah, I know. You live in that savage... Well, not. it's great. It's beautiful. But I'm saying it's fucking cold. Oh, yeah. There's <laughs> ice yeah. fucking it's everywhere. It's in the mountains, so, you know, it can be expected. Yeah. I, that's the great part about being in the mountains. I spent a lot of years in the mountains as well, so I really like that same climate. Except we have this fucking bobcat. <laughs> Dude, it killed three of my ducks... In the pen, bro. Oh, I know. Bobcats, once they get on you, that's it. You basically have to just not have chickens. Dude, every single time I just grab my bow and I just sit outside and just wait for the motherfucker, bro. He comes or no? Never. I I got him once with a pellet. I got him once with a pellet, but then I'm like, dude, I need to kill this thing. Give me my bow. Never see him when I have my bow. No, because he knows. They're smart. He's like, oh, he means business. I'm out of here for a while. Yep. Circle back around. Taking out ducks and chickens and shit, dude. What an asshole. How do you feel about Andon? Honestly, <laughs> they're fantastic to work with. Um, if you give them, you know, how much water volume you're putting into the room every day yep. or how, how much humidity you need versus room size versus plant counts versus, like, they have this huge formula. They're fantastic to work with. Um, their dehumidifiers are some of the best in the game. My 710s are just pumped. Yeah. Like, the only thing that I can say bad about them is their fans on their D-Hues are so fucking strong. They are really <laughs> strong. They'll like, blow your filter out in a day. Strong, Like, two bro. days, a week, you might have to change your filter because they will pick up every bit of dust off everything. Fucking strong. You better have that thing washed down and epoxied or whatever because oh, it will find every bit of space dust from the whole facility. Those yep. in- intakes are It'll just pull it's like an airplane, those there. things. Oh, yeah, dude. Straight up like a <laughs> fucking jet turbine turning on, dude. Biggest one in the game. Yeah. <clears throat> as far as size. Yep. So um, actually, bi- I think Quest just came out with an 800. Well, I'm, the ones I, I'll just say the one of the ones that I've experienced. Yeah. Uh, the end the in 710 right now is That's, by far the largest. And it's the one that I go to. Yeah, me time. too. Me too. Uh, I have quite a few, and my partner's built 
uh, exclusively using end and dehumidifiers as well. I think they just did like 18 more of them the other day. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> You're just racking up. Yep. You guys just get, start getting them by the container. Straight up, dude. No, but Fuck. they're that good. They're commercial. Um, how do you feel about their humidifiers? Love them. The steam? Yeah. It's about a 200 pint per day. I love it. Yeah. It's, I mean, it shits on all the maintenance of, you know, ultrasonics for I'm sure. I'm like one of those every 25 lights on the steam. I would, you know, in my okay. opinion, one about every 20 one to 25. 25. So we have, let's see. And that's at five or six foot spacing. Five. Five foot spacing. Yeah. So you're talking about 250 square feet ish. Yeah. So no, one twelve fifty in yeah. the room. Okay. Okay. So three for twelve fifty is what you're saying? Four. Four well, for twelve fifty. No, three, three. Yeah. Three, three for twelve fifty. Three two hundred pints. Okay. So, so we have pint. what is it, seventeen hundred ish square feet for four. Uh-huh. So yeah, so, it's about yeah, the same ratio. About the same, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Very, very similar. They're very consistent. Uh, you just change the filters on these things. The only thing that goes wrong is like a normal paper element filter that goes on the outside. It's really quick. So the like only thing I can say about them also is I noticed if you put the fan hose, like the, the hose that goes up to the fan, uh -huh. if you shorten that hose, you get way more steam. Oh, yeah, yeah. Way it, more. Yeah, if you, as far as the head pressure. Yeah. If you shorten the length of the top of the steam unit to the actual exhaust head let's yeah. call it if you shorten that tube in between and cut it and then reattach it yeah so we did get, that we get a lot more steam we did it to all of ours we just cut we it in half yeah no, less like we're, we're literally you a made foot. the shorties so instead of our instead of our head units being or our body units being at eye level yeah i raised them up like a foot below the head of the fan okay and we are getting so much fucking steam out of that thing wow. like pumping like, don't be under it because it might burn you pumping. Obviously, it seems not that hot, but I'm yeah. just saying, like, it is it's throwing out some steam, yeah, though. it's throwing steam, too, because of that reduced head pressure. So yeah. it's just rocking. That's a little high-performance mod that you can do that'll help you out and yeah. make a lot more steam. It's Once we did that, I was like, damn, dude, okay. Yeah, <laughs> we've got some other couple units, but I really love those and in steam units. Yeah, yeah. they work. And they I'm work really well, stoked, man. just like 818, I have Luso, like I said, we're building... Luso Atalanto and Luso USA, we're going to have exclusive, curated, really top-end, only hand-selected everything. I don't want to go too far. Just every product you can imagine as far as a smokable experience or ingestible experience, we're going to try to cover, you know, and it's all going to be basically curated um, through a close network of friends and business professionals and then produce as much as we can ourselves as well, which we do have the do have and will have the capacity to, to produce it all ourselves, but like a brewery and whatnot, I want to have guests. Oh, fuck. I want to have guest collaborations. Now I'm fucking jealous, bro. You know what I mean? I, I miss wanna... brewing, dude. Yeah. You know who makes some fire-ass beer, bro? Who? Dylan. Yeah? What's bro, up? I want to try me, it. He gave me a fucking four-pack, dude. I don't like sours. This fucking sour he gave me. Oh, my Lord. Fire. That's doing it injustice. Wow. So, like, the best sour you've the ever had? The best sour I've ever had in my wow, life. Wow, man. I have to try I that. I hit him up. I'm like, bro, can you make me a keg? Uh, yeah, I'll pay whatever like, it costs. Whatever you want, dude. Yeah. I know you don't have time right now, but can you do it for for your boy? Name the price. Yep. So, I didn't even I didn't even tell you what we uh, what we had going on right next to uh, to your four-acre 
little plot. <laughs> what do you have going on? What do you mean? We uh, said you had 70 fucking acres or we, something? We closed escrow on 38, dude. 38. Congratulations. That's right. Uh, you just closed escrow this last week or whatever, too? Uh, no, this was uh, probably five months ago, four months ago. Oh, shit. So you've you started going? You're breaking ground and all that noise? Um, We're almost there. That's got to be exciting. It's something. But also, it's like a big... It's I mean, something, it's not, bro. It's not nothing you're not used to, but it's just, it's just I mean, again, the scale is just going to get larger. You're going, I can imagine. eight Acres. That is. So you're going to build it in phases, obviously. Oh, yeah. What's the plan oh, yeah. on the si- on the building size? Or rough, like not 100%. Uh, Probably Low, super large, 40, medium. 40 to 50 to 100, depending. Oh, okay. We haven't really decided uh, And then just multiple yet. buildings or whatever. Yeah. Okay, so like a CA type of yeah. style. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. And then just build your own park. And just, yeah. And then just keep going. Yeah. Until you run out just, of acres and then buy going. one. Just going. Right on. Well, fuck, man. That's the dream, right? Like, full-blown. Oh, no. I I went hard on them. Till the like, wheels dude, fall off. We need to fucking, we need to do cogen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You we need to do Are massive you? solar. We, I mean, everything to I make us for as green as, oh, yeah, I have other things I need to talk to you about after this. Um, yeah, we have, I want to go as green as possible just to have the least amount of footprint because of the cannabis space, there's such a huge amount of waste and footprint used everywhere. I mean, I want to go to the point of like, okay, we're going all cocoa, we're composting our cocoa and reusing everything. All of our gray water gets fucking treated. So double our O to yeah, back I mean, in. everything, dude. Like, so that's what you that's what you're thinking. Yeah, that that's gonna, why, that's what I pitched. I'm like, dude, we need to have the least amount of footprint as possible, and that is what people are into. People are into that. Uh, minimal environmental impact. Yeah. People aren't necessarily fans of, like, rock wool, unfortunately. I it's, mean, I'm down for rock wool as long as we get an autoclave and we can sterilize it and press our own cubes again. I would love to do that. You know how cool yeah. that would be? That would be you super know, cool. Get an autoclave, burn the shit out of all your roots, pull it all apart, grind it all up, and just chum it back together to make another block, dude. Perspective containers could be modified to do all of these things. They're steel. I mean, auto, no, autoclave has to hold a lot of pressure. Well, I mean, I used to build huge ones that they would cook airplanes in. They cook an airplane? Yeah, cook the paint onto an airplane. Oh, okay, to bake on, like a yeah. like a powder coat type yeah. of process. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. Massive ones. I mean, like seven, eight million dollar autoclaves. Oh, like fifty foot diameter, forty foot diameter autoclaves. Huge. So shit, that's just ridiculously just expensive for like ridic- cartoonish huge for cartoonishly expensive equipment. Yeah, such as airplanes. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Mm. Man, how do you like the direction of the market and where's it going? Are the prices going back up? Are they going to go down? I mean, are we still so what's, what's in store? I think prices are going to slowly climb back up. Okay. Especially once, you know, the Dems get get their shit together and actually do what they said they were going to do. Just make that, you know, federally legal-ish, right? So we go across straight state lines. Oh, once that happens, though, it's going to be crazy. And, bro, I think OG's making a comeback, Doc. Whoa. You heard it. I think uh, I think people. I've been hearing murmurs. I think people actually want to smoke weed that that gets them high again. Man. I'll tell you, I had this jealousy. 
Uh, you see, notice it's still oh, sitting yeah, there, right? It's still sitting there. It's not because it's yeah. not good. I'm well, but like, there's there's very few very nice exotics that like actually get you very very relaxed. Yeah, that's that one for me right there. You know, that's working. That's that Slobsy Hill. Yeah, that jealousy was, is smells like candy, bro. You like the smell of that one. Just let me let me get a whiff yeah. of that. <laughs> let me smell it again. And of course, it's been airing out. Just terpenes ah, on Just straight candy, man. Sunset like, so, Sherbert. Yeah, so that's the F3. And Baccio. So we have the we have the Jealousy, or the... Original. Yeah, Baccio Sherb BX2. Oh, okay, one generation previous. Uh, no. That's F3. So yeah. that's three generations away from that. Oh, okay. See? This is the, the breeding knowledge getting dropped on you right here. Yeah, so you have you have Sherb, you hit it to Baccio. Okay. You back cross that again to Baccio, which made Baccio Jealousy. Baccio male? Huh? Baccio male? No, Baccio female. Okay. So in... So the male is re refer referred first? He, I usually... Actually, I usually do no the female. There's rule. no general rule. Okay, so I, do you don't the, have to I do the female first always. That's what I would think too. Yeah, I always do the female first I think just because that's how I was yeah, raised. Me too. You know, open doors for females. Yeah, yeah them first. Same. I, I, I would always list, like, if, if you ask me to... If I know the parents of those two and I know who the male is... I, I would know say Baccio, sure. But then I think why he might have flipped them is because he went BX2. Okay. Right. So you have you have Baccio Sherbert, but then you back cross it to the Baccio again. So now it's Sherb Baccio BX2. Okay. Right. I've heard of Sherbaccio also. You said yeah, Sherbaccio, and then yeah, he hit that back again to the to the Baccio, and that made a jealousy the original jealousy. Yeah. And then he took a male and female, hit them together, made the F2s. Progeny wow, so of those, it's, it's a progeny of those made the F3s. So now you have Jealousy F3, and I have the original Jealousy. And I, I was given a tour today, and one of the one of the dudes took a little whiff of it, and he's like, "Dude, that smells like straight candy." Uh, it is a candy, uh, like a candy strain. Not fruity pebbles, but more like just it is candy, candy gas. gas to me, yeah, yeah like. That's that's what everyone wants is that candy gas. It is candy gas. And I sure. have and seen it's purple as fuck. so much fucking garbage jealousy out there, dude. Well, I'm glad this one's decent. I will have to say the the F3 is definitely holds on to its frost a little better. But the F no, the BX2, mm -hmm. that size, bro. Big chunks on Just it. There was big chunks donk, on this too. No, I mean donks, but like 33 donks, oh, bro. Just Coke can plus Blah, fucking going Coke for it. Coke can plus just all the way yeah. up and down connected. Just going for it. That's yeah. wild. And black, bro. Yeah. They got the color. Mine has the color. Just too. no, I mean like Jaeger black, dude. Yours I, I like the look of yours more though. And yours the frost but the frost is better on it as well. Okay, well, thanks, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, you, I, did, I, you did a fantastic job on that one. That was run one, so I'm kind of learning. And that was the first time working with Jealousy, so I was kind of learning what she likes a little bit more. And we'll dial in any kind of discrepancies we may have had the very first go-round. And we've also learned about the environment. Our environment was very tuned. Now I have my percentages are always on the same pretty much as far as the like humidity, if I ask for... 61 it's both zones of the room if I ask for 61.2 on one side 61.5 on the other if I ask for a temp 79 it's gonna be 79.1 79.3 79.1 79.1 like it's 
just within fucking dialed. Just, yeah, like yeah. to the point where I'm like, I can't really do much else than that. Yeah. Like it's, we have other sensors around the room and we're like, this is consistent. Yeah. You know, this all is all you you're want. asking for. All yeah. you want is consistency, and man. And be able to hold back the end yeah. uh, humidity for the big buds when they come through. Mm-hmm. So how's that, uh, how's that, that, that biscotti or is it a sherb? Biscotti and a sherb. Oh, it's a it's a sherb biscotti. Oh man, it is a sherb. So we called it um, sunset biscotti. Okay. Just to mix it up a little bit, it's um, and it's it's accurate as far as what it is. Um, so you're getting the boccio shot size with the sherb color and nose. Yeah, yeah, really. Um, not the sherb color. I'm oh, sorry, the biscotti size. Yeah, biscotti size, biscotti color. So a little more on the greenish. A little more on the yeah greenish gas, like a lot of fucking gas, like it, like an updated. I know we say OG a lot, and we toss this around, but like, like an updated OG almost, you know, on the biscotti, um, on the biscotti sherbet. So it has a bit a of that purple of that. funk there, yeah, and it wants to go, and I'm gonna force it either way. At the end, uh, I'm gonna wrestle it on down, throw some purple on it, and a wrangler, huh? Yeah, and uh. But I really like that one. That one brings a size. So that one, you know, that one is going to do really well. Has good mold resistance. Has excellent pest resistance. All you resistance. can ask for, dude. Yeah. Mold resistance like, is huge, man. Oh, and selection. I was thinking about that on the way over here. I'm like, honestly, if I could just go back. My largest greenhouse selection, um, straight up, I would have the PM resistance goggles on. Yeah. And if you're not PM resistant, it's AF. I'm not selecting you. I don't care yep. what anybody says. This and that. We're going to have success mm-hmm. due to the consistency and due to that strain's resistance to that PM. PM is Without a damn sterilization devil. all the fucking yeah, time. And, which yeah. will kill you as well. Yeah. Because the bottom line on that is not low. Yep. There's a lot of costs associated with that. So, you know, excited about 2022. Excited about exotic agriculture and where we're going with that. Um, it's uh, starting to gain some traction. Yes, a lot of uh, a lot more. I you know I spoke with JJ too. I'll have to tell you about it. It was that's maybe another story. Oh, he uh, cracked me up the other day. Dude. Oh, he's hilarious. I love him. I like yeah. I, I love giving I'm, both of them so much shit. I've not so a bad fun. thing to say about any yeah. of those guys. I like They're those all, guys a lot. It's all love. They yeah. offered me a fucking one of those, bro, one of those sweater. Jackets. Don't yeah. tell me. He called they me. offered me, bro. He called he me like, this morning. He was what are you like, talking I about? I didn't want to fucking send you one, bro. I'm like, dude, it's all love. I'll wear that shit. He called me this morning and asked for my crew like what size they were, and I'm like, bro, like. I have to politely decline. Like I love you guys to death, and this and that. Like we're we're just supporting. Well, no, you. that's when you say, "Okay, send me Lux, bro. I got right? your lights." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like I like those guys, and I have nothing bad to say, and you'll never hear me. Such have good solid dudes. Have, uh, it's all it's all. Did it's you all hear? Love today. Did you hear they sold Lux? I did. Congratulations, guys, yes. on that. Hawthorne, congrats, well you got a great product. Done, bro. Both ways, both ways. Honestly, yep. as far as an acquisition, you can't go wrong. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you know, I think that's about our time for tonight. Okay. We're going to see you guys soon, and we always appreciate you spending time with us. And we'll do it again soon. I know I've uh, been hearing whispers of a good friend coming on the show you guys will want to hear from soon. So we'll work that out, and we'll see you again soon. Uh, I'm Dr. Dank. And Thor Genetics. And this is The Realist Podcast. You're listening to Hayes Radio Network. Cannabis Lifestyle Radio.